Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, the Eurovision Song Contest is not just a European phenomenon. It's watched by millions all over the world. It unites us. It divides us. It gives us plenty to talk about. It can launch careers and make global stars of groups like ABBA back in the day and solo artists like Celine Dion. And this coming Wednesday morning, Dave McGrath is hosting a Eurovision Celebration Gramophone Circle in Holly Hill Library with a chance to listen back to some of the great Eurovision hits. And so, Dave, I'm delighted to talk to you about it. Tell me, when did your interest in Eurovision actually kick off? I would say El Murray is probably going back to the 1965 when our first entry was Butch Moore with singing I'm Walking the Streets in the Rain. My poor heart feels like breaking Cause I'll never see you again Still nobody knows I am That was my first entry into the Eurovision and ever since. Well, I would say not up to the present, the last five, maybe 10 years, because really the Eurovision has become a bit of a circus <laughs> rather than a, a song contest. You know what I mean? So so you're you're really into the melody side of things, is it? Yes. I mean, I used to like the ballad song go and I used to love the orchestra and each country had their own conductor conducting the orchestra. And then you had the votes from each country. And there was no public voting. And that was the perfect Eurovision Song Contest as far as I was concerned. But now there's nearly as many people on stage in the <laughs> present Eurovision than there was in the audience. I mean, it's- yeah. And yet some people just love the whole spectacle and the whole staging of it has become so big, hasn't it?
Every year we love to give out about the political voting and the national loyalties and Twitter goes mad. So this week you're putting on a celebration of Eurovision in Holly Hill Library on Wednesday morning and you're going to be celebrating not just lots of songs that went on to win but also a few of the runners-up and maybe a few of the runners-up that you think deserved the top prize maybe more than the songs which won in the end too? Well, as you just said, I you know, Elmarie, in 1968 the runner-up was Congratulations, as you know, with Cliff Richard and the song that won it. The song that won it was from Spain and it was called La La La. And believe it or not, there was 98 La La La's in the song. 98. <laughs> and that's <laughs> 98 La La La's. And they won it, whereas more than likely, congratulations, should have won that Eurovision. And another statistic is, you might find it hard to believe this, but England actually were runners-up 17 times, imagine. 17 times? I was astounded. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that when I, when I, when I Googled it. 17 times runners-up. But then again, a lot of countries in the world don't like England, and they couldn't, like Ireland, usually vote for England. Don't sorry vote for England. On a lot of Eurovisions, they, they might give them two points or they might give them no score. But in fairness to England, most years, they always vote for the Irish song. I can't get over that. Like, I know England won it five times, but it's mad they were second 17 times. 70, including last year, which they should have won again last year. But Ukraine won it because, I suppose, of sympathy votes around Europe from the, from the war. Well, I know, of course, there was a lot of support for Ukraine last year, but I'm curious about the 17 runners-up. Can you think offhand of a few we might remember that, like, didn't win? Well, they had they, they, Michael Ball was runners-up and there was a Scott Fitzgerald was runners-up. Um, now, believe it or not, Elmery, Ireland, uh, which is why uh, people might find hard to believe, we know Ireland won it seven times, but we've been runners-up three times and a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I didn't. We were runners-up in 19... 19- in 1967, if I could choose, with Sean Dunphy, um, Linda Martin was second, even though she won it with Why Me, she, she was second with Terminal 3, and Mark Roberts was second in 1997 with a song called Mysterious Woman. So Ireland won us up seven, three times, and we won it seven times. So 
Sweden, Sweden have six times, so we're only one behind Ireland. But um, no, Ireland are singing on Tuesday night. I think that they're in sixth on Tuesday night. And um, I think there's 17 countries singing Tuesday night. No, I heard a song once or twice. It's okay, like, but whether it'll get through to the final or not, we won't on to Tuesday night. And then the six countries that automatically come in every year will come in for the final on Saturday night. Spain, Italy, Ukraine, UK, Germany and France. They're automatic. Automatically into it every year. We take our first breath And then we exhale Then we give it all we got Until we fail We get back up again We take a look around Well, listen, Dave, I know there are so many listeners who'll be big Eurovision fans too. So we're telling everyone to head to Holly Hill Library on Wednesday morning to join you and listen to some great songs and uh, come together for that trip down memory lane. So what time are you starting? Well, it's kicking off at 11 o'clock, Elmarie, and I have posters up probably to four parts of the city, north, south, east and west, in supermarkets and garages, shops, everywhere. It's on Facebook. And so I'd imagine we we hoped we get a good crowd. I'd imagine you know there's a lot of, a lot of people saying they're coming along. I, we'd expect a minimum of forty or fifty anyway. You know, hopefully we will make it eighty or ninety. But I'd expect a big crowd. It's starting at eleven, so I would ask people to come along maybe between half past ten and quarter to eleven if they want to get a nice seat. You know, and there'll be a cup of tea and there'll be tea and coffee and biscuits at half time. There'll be we'll play fifteen songs in the first half, take a break, have a cup of tea and coffee, and as I always say. Marie, you might know this. My mother said long ago, a cup of tea is like a hug and a cup of coffee is like a slap in the face. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Dave. <laughs> so that's my mother told me long ago, a cup of tea is always nicer in the morning. So we'll be having that at halftime and then we'll carry on the second half and we'll be doing runners up songs and we'll be doing a couple of the Irish versions that came fourth or fifth in the early 60s, Dickie Rock and Butch Moore and Pat McGeegan. And Sean Dunphy will play them as well. So we, we have a good mixture. And I'll be giving them a bit of history of the Eurovision over the last 50 or 60 years. So it should be a good morning. I'm planning this for about 12 months. And um, hopefully um, people will turn up and we get bums on seats. And um, we'll have a lovely morning and everyone will enjoy it. Well, Ireland will be on Tuesday night. So you'll know if we're through or not. And uh, I guess if we were robbed or not. And Tuesday's semi-final will no doubt change all the bookies' odds into the bargain too, which is all kind of part of the fun of Eurovision, isn't it? And the, the guessing about who will win. So listen, Dave, the best of luck. It sounds like it's going to be a thoroughly enjoyable morning. Holly Hill Library, this coming Wednesday from 11 with Dave McGrath. Thank you very much, El Marie. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. I can still see your face through
Three.